What's up everyone? Happy Friday. This is Devin Roberts signing back into Young Controversy with you to bring you some interesting news stories. Sorry for missing everyone on Thursday. I got a little busy and not too terribly much was going on in the news that I wanted to talk about, but now that we're on to this beautiful Friday, I intend to lay it on you guys today. So first thing we're going to go over is Walmart put out a press release this week, I think within the last two or three hours in fact, um, warning the American people against Trump's tariffs in China. They sent a letter, or at least said they sent a letter to the Trump administration about two weeks ago, asking it to reconsider its $200 billion worth of tariffs on Chinese goods. If you haven't been paying attention to that story, Trump imposed $200 billion worth of tariff on China and has threatened to impose 200 more if China is was to attempt any kind of retaliation against us for putting these in place in the first place. <clears throat> the retailer reportedly said that the immediate impact of the tariffs will be, and I quote, to raise prices on consumers and tax American businesses and manufacturers. The letter probably isn't going to do anything as far as Trump is concerned. His, he would never have put $200 billion on tariffs with China if he didn't intend to stick to his guns when he was doing it. Um, but even Donald Trump himself has said that he is very concerned about the impacts of the newly announced trade wars and what it will have on the American consumer. So Trump himself has admitted that these tariffs are going to have a huge impact on, well, he hasn't personally said huge, but an impact on the way we're going to shop and how much things are going to cost for large retail companies like Walmart, who have a lot of their manufacturing done in China. Um... Walmart's the largest retailer in the United States, so to be claiming something like this and writing a specific letter to the Trump administration warning them about this, just to remind all of you how big of a deal a trade war with China is for the Americas and for our economy as a whole. I'm going to keep track of this one and keep looking at where it goes from here, but that's all we know for today. In other news, for those of you that have been paying attention to Judge Kavanaugh's case and everything that's been going on with that, um... And if you haven't, Judge Kavanaugh, the Trump's choice for the Supreme Court nomination, has been in some hot water over accusations made by a Christine Ford, who claims that in their late teens, Kavanaugh attempted to undress her and take her clothes off. They're now going to appear in front of a Senate committee to discuss this and see the possibilities of blocking Trump's first nomination. And with all this going on, one thing that's been surprising the American public, and me very specifically, has been Trump's silence on this. He hasn't been, he's been playing it much smarter than you would normally expect Trump to. He's been keeping quiet, he hasn't been defaming Dr. Ford, he hasn't been supporting his nomination to the degree that you would expect Trump to specifically on social media. That was until five hours ago when Trump finally tweeted um, Dr. Ford name for the first time and made a big statement about the situation. What little background for you before I tell you about his tweet is that um, Dr. Ford has demanded that the hearing be Thursday. She has demanded that no one outside of the Senate committee question her or the defendant, Ms., um, Judge Kavanaugh, meaning what what it looks like from my perspective, and again, I don't want to claim whether she's telling the truth or not, I think it's completely up in the air, is that 
she's attempting to make it look like due to the fact that the the Republican Senate board is only males, which is something that was touched on a few articles I was reading about it, it's going to look very bad toward a sexual assault case to have only males judging it. She asked for Judge Kavanaugh to have to present his case first, meaning that he wouldn't be able to defend himself against her rebuttal, that she would get the final word, which isn't how due process generally works and was not an incredibly odd request, but a outright outlandish one. It's very important that the defendant get to defend themselves, get to rebuttal the claim against them. Um, and so she's attempting to set it up very much in her favor, which leans toward the ideology that she might be fabricating some of it, or at least the people that are behind her are doing it for a political agenda. But President Trump tweeted this, and I quote, Judge Brett Kavanaugh is a fine man with an impeccable reputation who is under assault by radical left-wing politicians who don't want to know the answers. They just want to destroy and delay. Facts don't matter. I go through this with them every single day in D.C. Um, Trump it seems he goes on to continue and say the radical left warriors want the FBI to get involved now. Why didn't they call the FBI 36 years ago? Um, I have no doubt that if the attack on Dr. Ford was as bad as she says, charges would have been immediately filed with local law enforcement authorities by either her or her loving parents. I ask that she bring those filings forward so we can learn date, place, and time. So what Trump is saying here is that 36 years later, if these accusations were accurate, if they were, if they held strong, if she was as hurt by them as she claimed, she wouldn't be bringing it up a month before his Supreme Court swearing in. He, she would be bringing it up 36 years ago when the assault happened in the first place. And although I agree with this ideology and this mindset of if you feel a victim, you need to go and report your crime, statistics have shown for a long time that a high number of sexual assault cases, and I think it was... 36% of rape cases go completely unreported in modern day society, which is a huge cultural problem already. So I think it's very dangerous for Trump to be stepping into these waters. He's starting to play both sides of the aisle a little more. I can see the politician playing into him, but this is classic Trump just getting what he wants to say out of there. And speaking of things Trump wants to see slash say, Real quick, if you were following the release of the Russia documents that Trump had asked for maybe maybe five days ago earlier in this week, he claimed that the, the FBI's reports and information and a significant number of text messages and emails from key players involved in the Russia investigation be declassified and released to the public so that basically Trump could, in his mind, could clear his name to the American public for having any collusion with Russia. This was, to my excitement, a great thing. It showed that Trump was going to be as transparent as he possibly could be throughout this process. It showed that the FBI was likely hiding information about Trump that was positive, that there wasn't very much they were able to pull, or Trump wanted um, taken down in the, or put declassified in the first place. But now he's rolled this back. He's claimed, he said that according to key allies have contacted the White House asking that these documents don't be declassified, as well as the FBI saying that declassifying these documents would cause a huge snag in the Russian probe that they are currently investigating, and these have caused Trump to pull back his declassification order. 
Um, he goes on at the end of his tweet to claim that if they ever do need to be declassified, that he could do it himself if he wanted to, so don't feel like he can't yet, and that speed on getting these documents out to this public and this investigation finished is what he is most worried about. So maybe it was a Twitter move by Trump just to get the FBI to move a little quicker to get the investigation on its way and to help clear his name. I think it was... It's all very interesting how it's playing out these last couple weeks, and I think Trump is making big moves, as he always does. I think people are interested in the way his current affairs are going, and I think over the next two to three weeks, we're going to see a lot of big moves between the different things Trump and his administration have been working on lately. And in world news today, I wanted to go over with you for a second, if you haven't seen, um, some really sad news came out of Kenya, Uganda, um, that surrounding area, on Lake Victoria, a ferry that's been, travels back and forth between a couple of the ports there, it takes one very common path that takes about an hour from what I read, wound up capsizing in the lake. Uh, holding about 200 passengers or so, and already 131 of them have been confirmed dead. Um, the report states that about halfway through their trip, the boat capsized, and although some people, around 70, were able to survive, 131 people wound up losing their lives. Um, the report states that no foreigners of any kind have been found among the dead, so that's good news, although a lot of them have drowned and gone underwater, so it's very difficult to determine exactly who died, who was there, but I just wanted to claim here um, that my hearts and prayers go out to these people, of course, not that that means very much. If you know any way to help these people or to reach out or to show support when mass death happens like this, even when it's such a simple accident, it's very easy for us to overlook when it's not in our own country, when it's affecting other people people who look differently than us or maybe operate differently than us um make sure you reach out make sure you remember that these things still matter and make sure you remember that 131 deaths is more than any shooting that's happened in america over the last three years four years much longer probably maybe ever um the de death on this number under any circumstance is not okay Although it was an accident, I truly, truly hurt for the situation and hope that the families of the deceased can find peace in it. So, leaving off on a sad note a little bit this Friday, but that's all for me and this Devin Roberts with the Uncontroversy, coming to you with interesting news stories and exciting information. So, we are going to log off for now, and I will see everyone come Monday. One more thing before I get out of here, just wanted to tell everyone that I recently partnered with a company called Beyond Beanie. If you're really looking into helping and getting involved in some better causes in the world, Beyond Beanie is amazing. For every hat you buy, you can provide a meal to someone in need, or for every five bracelets you buy, you provide dental care. Um, these hats are handmade. You get a signature from whoever made it sewn into the hat. They're all unbelievably beautiful, outright vibrant colors out of all the different you know hat companies and manufacturers like this that i've seen just the style of the products very specifically really turn me on to what they have so if you're interested in any of that interesting in giving back a little bit um you that in, that links in my instagram bio i have a code for you in there if you're interested in getting a 25 percent off discount but that's about it and I will see everyone come Monday. Got some new interesting segments for you. I think I'm going to have a few guest podcasters on if everyone's interested. Um, let me know what you think in the comments below. And tell me what you think about everything that happened this week with Trump 
and with the court case and anything else you find interesting. This is Devin Roberts, officially and finally, signing out. Hope you had a great week. Peace.